Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales. This is Mark Howden from Consumer Staples. It's a day for experts. We had our behavioral scientist expert on a call yesterday. Big takeaway seems to be that they're very supportive for the outlook for big trusted brands. We had our Nielsen expert earlier in the week. A very good uh, video summary of that this morning. Uh, the three big conclusions are, number one, big brands are well positioned as retailers rationalize SKUs and consumers seek familiarity. Number two, health and wellness is increasingly important, unsurprisingly. Uh, and number three, the channel shift towards e-com should continue even as the pandemic stabilizes. We then had our China consumer expert yesterday. Happy to share some notes on that. His big conclusions were, uh, first, a proper tailwind for Chinese domestic brands, which has far-reaching implications in my sector. Secondly, a further drive to online, which will be sticky. And thirdly, car demand is to rise. People don't trust taxis or trains. That's it from me. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. The focus for us this morning in luxury is Burberry. They've reported full year sales pretty much in line with uh, consensus expectations, but Q4 down 27% sales was a beat. Also, gross mo- profit margin beat uh, consensus by around uh, 40 basis points as well. There is no full year guidance as we expected, but Q1 commentary that it is expected to be very poor due to ongoing store closures. So a little bit mixed, but I think um, it will end up uh, having a good day today, a given positioning. Elsewhere, worth noting outperformance of value in the US clothing with TJ Maxx yesterday reporting that stores that have reopened are trending up year on year. And then lastly, we chatted to a China expert yesterday. Key takeaways, the tailwind for domestic brands, the drive to online, the rise in acquisition of private vehicles and the huge rebound within luxury. So more detail there to let me know. Next week, we hear from Kantar and Swiss Watch Data. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. Oil price is very much in focus for us this morning with the Brent front month contract trading down quite aggressively, about 6% to 34 bucks a barrel. Uh, That's still a good price compared to where we have been recently, Uh, but I think increasingly there is a little bit of a China reality check in the market. Uh, That's both around uh, China domestic GDP and uh, the lack of targets uh, for this year due to the coronavirus impacts, Uh, but then also that uh, rising rhetoric between Beijing and Washington uh, all around uh, China trade. Um, That said, uh, whilst $34 a barrel is still a good price uh, in the oil market itself, uh, refining margins in Europe, Uh, remain depressed at something around 10-year lows, uh, with gasoline really the big drag there. Uh, So very much a commodity focus for us today. Uh, We still very much like this spread on the Shell Bs versus the As, and I think that United Utilities update is pretty robust. Good morning, it's William Bevington from Jeffrey's TMT Special Sales with very high conviction by Coast this morning on Nexi and the likely merger with SEER. This is the second report we've published on this prospective merger. We like Nexi very much already, one of our favourite stocks within technology. And the Italian opportunity is clearly very compelling. The combined business would command an over 70% market share of the Italian issuing and acquiring market. The catalysts needed to drive an acceleration in digital payments with Italy are already in place. And a merger with SEER would quite simply enhance the appeal of Nexi. So reiterating the buy case on Nexi um, and the prospective merger with SEER, we already have a detailed financial model on what the business would look like. This report goes into further detail on likely catalysts, capital structure, and also synergies as well. So if you'd like any further information on the likely merger of Nexi SEER, please do get in touch with us.